Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. So if you're about to embark on a fat loss phase, you might feel a little overwhelmed about doing all the things right in order to get results. In this video, I'm going to talk about what to prioritize and share some of my top secrets for staying motivated during a fat loss phase. Hello, I am Tina Hoppert. I am an FDN practitioner and I am the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand. And today I'm gonna share my top secrets for staying motivated during a fat loss phase so you are doing the things that you need to do to get the results that you want. Okay, so let's jump right into this. So tip number one is getting your mindset right. And I feel like mindset is probably the biggest thing here because with a fat loss phase, there are definitely things that you need to do in order to get results. But remember, going into this, I think a lot of women kind of like dread a fat loss phase. They have like a lot of negativity around restriction and maybe doing things a little bit differently. But remember, no one is forcing you to do this. You signed up for this. This is a choice you are making. So I feel like you should go into this fat loss phase with that in mind. This is something that you can feel really good about. You can take it and run with it. And you can feel, you can feel empowered by this decision instead of feeling like something that you have to do. I think it's important to accept that you will have to make changes. You'll have to sacrifice on some level. Um, but really I think just focusing on one day at a time, thinking about what you can control from day to day is really important. And also reminding yourself, no matter what happened in the past, as far as your dieting history, you know, things that you have done really well, things that you haven't done so well as far as your diet nutrition goes, don't worry about it. Like commit to this fat loss phase and do it the right way. And also important to note about mindset here is that I see this a lot with women, that they are not necessarily giving their 100% effort. They're giving kind of like a C or a C plus effort, but then they get upset when they don't get these amazing results. So they're basically doing... C plus work expecting A plus results, but there's definitely like a disconnect there. So when you're in this fat loss phase, I really do feel like you need to take it seriously and you need to make a solid effort as far as doing the things that you need to do, but getting your mindset right behind it. Tip number two is that you need to time your fat loss phase correctly. And what I mean by this is there's never a right time to do a fat loss phase just because life gets in the way. We're all busy, we have competing priorities, but I do think picking a time in your life where you can be successful, where you're working with your life and your lifestyle instead of against it can really set you up for success. So what I mean by this is if you're going into this fat loss phase and you're going into the holiday season or the summer or your kitchen's being remodeled and you're not able to meal prep or cook at home or you just had a baby and the baby is not sleeping through the night. So it's going to make things harder as far as your energy and your motivation um, and your blood sugar levels because you're not sleeping. So really what I'm saying here is picking a time that is going to work for you. And of course, you know, there are busy times in life. We have different responsibilities that 
you know, things that we have to do, but pick a time where it's not the busiest time at work or you're traveling a ton and going on vacation. Pick a time where, you know, you're kind of in a routine. Life is not too crazy because you need to focus on the things that are going to get you results. And if you have 1 million things happening in your life, it's hard to focus on this fat loss phase. So keep that in mind and really look at your calendar for the year. When would be a good time to plan in a cut? I mean, personally, I'm a big fan of the spring as far as a good cut time, because obviously holiday is not a great time. I don't want to do it during the summer because the summer is all about beer and barbecue and vacations and travel. So for me, this kind of like early spring time is great timing because the summer is coming, which is motivation, but also it's not the craziest time in my life. It's kind of, you know, like a normal time in my life where I can devote to focusing on a fat loss phase. Tip number three is picking a start date and a finish date for your cut. And I feel like this is a mistake that a lot of women make in the sense that they just decide to go on a diet and they just start cutting calories and the plan is just to cut calories forever? I don't know. Um, but I see it all the time that women who they just chronically undereat. they've been on a diet for six months. They've been on a diet for a year. They've been on a diet for many years, their whole life. Um, but they're just chronically under eating. And the thing with a fat loss phase is that it really should only be maybe like once a year, once every other year. I mean, most of your life should be in some sort of maintenance mode. And this cut is really kind of like a special time that you devote to fat loss and, you know, consuming fewer calories and whatnot, but it shouldn't be something that you're doing forever and always. So what I mean by the start and stop date, I think it really can help as far as expectations go, because there is something called diet fatigue, where you just get tired from tracking your food and meal prepping and and exercise and sleeping and all the things that you need to prioritize during a fat loss phase. So I think it's really important to establish when you're starting this cut and when you are stopping this cut. And it's also important too, because you don't want to be on a forever diet. And typically when we're working with one-on-one -on -one clients, our cuts are anywhere from eight weeks to 16 weeks. And honestly, that 16 week cut four months, that's a long time to be in a calorie deficit. And it's a long time to devote time, energy, mental capacity to doing the things that you need to do to lose fat. Um, but going into this and knowing that you're devoting eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks to this process, it can be really helpful as far as managing those expectations. And I think it's also important to know that you can't rush this process. Like fat loss is gonna happen when it happens. And of course, when you are more consistent and you are doing the things that you need to do, um, you're going to get better results. Um, but I think it's also, also, going along with expectations is like, you can't expect to do something for two weeks and to see a drastic fat loss, I really think you need to wait eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks to really see those results. So I think having that start and stop date really does establish some expectations as far as what to see as far as that fat loss goes. And if you're looking for sustainable fat loss, slow and steady is the way to go. I mean, losing a quarter pound, a half a pound per week, maybe a pound per week, depending on how much weight you have to lose, but don't feel like you have to lose a pound or two pounds or three pounds every single week, because the more sustainable or the, the slower that you lose this weight, 
the more sustainable your transformation is going to be. Tip number four is to take a minimal deficit to start. And this is a mistake that I see a lot of women make is that they decide that they want to go into a fat loss phase and they just drastically cut calories, which yes, will get you results. I mean, I like to think of this as kind of like a crash diet. And of course, crash diets work. I mean, I'd make this joke all the time. I can crash diet anybody, the weight's gonna come off, but the issue here is that the weight's probably gonna come back and you're gonna feel crappy in the process. <laughs> you can also mess up your hormones, you can stress out your thyroid, you can slow down your metabolism. There's a lot of reasons for not doing a crash diet. So I always recommend that you start with a 5% calorie deficit, and then of course increase from there. So basically you take your maintenance calories, subtract 5%, and that's the start of your cut. And I would stay there for a week or two and just see how your body responds. You can always increase that deficit for more of a response, but don't go from you know maintenance calories to a huge deficit because it's gonna be hard to maintain that. I mean, you're gonna be hungry, you're eating way fewer calories, you're not gonna have as much energy to work out, you might be cranky, and hangry. Um, it's just, it's not sustainable for the long term. And especially if you are going into this planning a fat loss phase for eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, eating super duper low calories is gonna be really miserable. And of course, during this time, we wanna maintain our muscle mass. So like you don't wanna go into these crazy cuts. You wanna make sure you are eating in a deficit that still helps you maintain your muscle and your ability to be healthy. Um, so definitely don't go into that drastic cut. I just don't feel like it's something that's going to work for the long term. And again, over here at Carrots and Cake, we are all about sustainable fat loss. So the slower you can lose the weight, the better off you're gonna be. Okay, and my final tip for staying motivated during a fat loss phase is instead of thinking about this fat loss phase as restriction, 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 think about what you can add to enhance the experience. Because I think the key to being consistent and motivated and excited about a fat loss phase is enjoying the process and looking at it as a period of abundance and not restriction and not negativity. So thinking about how you can better nourish your body by making better food choices, how you can practice self-care by getting more sleep and practicing stress management as far as walking more, maybe some meditation or reading nutrition books to help educate you and motivate you and thinking about how you can add more protein, more whole foods, more fiber, uh, more meal prep to help you be more prepared. Um, but thinking about adding instead of subtracting can just be very motivating as far as coming from a place of positivity instead of negativity and restriction. So just back to that mindset stuff. As I always say, it's never one thing when it comes to changing your body composition, and I actually have even more to say about this topic. So keep a lookout for part two of this video series. I'm gonna share even more tips and tricks for staying motivated during your next fat loss phase. So be sure to like this video and subscribe so you don't miss the next video. So if you're somebody who is interested in learning more how to maximize these different phases of nutrition, I have a group coaching program called Fit and Fueled, and it's all about how to change your physique so you get that fit, toned look that we're all after. But a big focus of it is 
fueling your body and nourishing your body in a proper way so you don't have to do crazy extreme things to get the results that you want. The waitlist is open right now, so feel free to add your name to the waitlist. It's totally free and basically what happens when you sign up is that you just stay up to date on when the next group is launching and you'll also get some exclusive bonuses and discounts and goodies. So be sure to sign up for the waitlist and I'll keep you in the loop about when the next group starts. Thank you